Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to Good Calls with Dean Blandino, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, what's up? Another episode of Good Calls. I'm Dean Blandino. Joining me as always... Travis, what episode is this? Travis Hansen, what this episode? Week 26. 26. That means we've made it through half the year. Half the year. Six months. Travis Hansen. No missed episodes. And that and that was the least awkward intro that Travis has ever had. So I think I've Maybe learned. Maybe just have to ask me a question. Ask him a question. Ask him a question. To, uh, to, to which I know the answer. Yeah, exactly. Because you know if I ask you questions, you don't know the answer. That I'll, really I'm was a, not very I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> Joe Madrid on audio. What's going on? It I'll take the awkwardness. Good. It sounds it sounds good. And joining us, I'm really excited because we've got our special guest. And not a lot of people are going to know who the special <laughs> guest is, so don't get too excited. But we know him. He works with us in the studio, Mr. Scott Tamil. Scott, what's up? Uh, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> so, so I want to give a little background. See, now on he Scott. sounded awkward. No, so I want to give a little background on Scott. Scott works with us in the studio on game days for college football, NFL football, XFL football, and we spend a ton of time together. And Scott is a wealth of knowledge. Scott knows a lot of things. I'm not sure, like, how transferable his knowledge is to like actually. I don't know, like jobs and stuff and, and being successful, but he knows a ton of stuff. And I think he's going to be a really good addition to the podcast. So I just want to put Joe and Travis on notice that if Scott does really well, this is not a four man booth. This is a three person booth. So if Scott does really well, one of you could be expendable. Just saying. Well, we're always expendable. You, you've said it from day one with, with us. Uh, you know, we're, the only one that's not replaceable here is you. I'm yeah. not even going to comment on that because I know it ain't going to be me. So, well, I'm just excited, you know, to take over for whoever and <laughs> all very. Happy. But you did. Dean is right. Uh, we spent. I probably spent more time with you guys than through the football seasons than basically anyone in my family, any of my friends. Without you know, a doubt. Yeah, I'll second that. It's disturbing. Well, we spent hours upon hours upon hours. Um, during football season together in the studio. and uh, But let's get into it. Let's talk about, forget about football for a second. Let's go Deontay Wilder, 
Tyson Fury. We talked about it last week, the fight, but now we're getting, and I want to talk about the rules of, now we're getting the the excuses. Now we're getting the Wilder. He, he basically, he's got the rematch clause. He's going to take the rematch. So we're going to get Tyson Wilder, Fury Wilder 3. But one of the reasons he said, because we said he looked like he was drunk. Like his legs weren't under him. He looked like he was drunk. And one of the reasons he said his legs weren't underneath him is because his costume was too heavy. It was 40 pounds. He had it on too long before the fight. Is that a legitimate excuse? And what are the rules? If you have something legit, you lose the fight. What are the rules to making up, making an excuse like that? There is none. I think there's no (laughs) excuse, but that's the silliest one I've ever heard. You chose to wear that. We we talked about this last week. You come out in the Tyson cut off hoodie and just go. Which you you're need, wearing a cut off hoodie. That's it's, you know, I did that on purpose. That's great, it's good call. So it's always funny when fighters. I mean, that's ridiculous. The, the the entrances were ridiculous. He had an entire rap song that that he came out to. So that's on him. But I always love when fighters are like, "Hey, you know, he won. I don't want to make make excuses." But but here's I heard my excuse. knee. I heard yeah, my knee in training. But, I heard my knee in training camp. You have know. they announced? Did he bust his eardrum? That was my no, guess that he no. busted an eardrum. They, I, they did not. No, they, they said. It, I think they said it was like a seven centimeter cut on his ear or something. That's why there was blood. Then it looked like it was coming from a busted eardrum. And that's why Scott's here. Seven S- centimeters. See, exactly. Information. That's Travis. That's your job. So <laughs> one nothing. One nothing for Joe. So okay. So, the, okay, you lose the fight. Let's say you go into, you choose to go into the fight. I don't care if it's boxing, MMA, whatever it is, and you choose to go into the fight and you know you have an injury. I would imagine, look, I've never fought professionally, but I would imagine you get nicked up in getting ready for the fight. Like you get, you get banged up. Everybody has bumps and bruises. But if you're fit to fight, you can't use that as an excuse if you lose. I agree. Period. Like, if you step in the ring, you're saying I'm I'm healthy enough to fight. Yeah, it's like NFL players. Every time you step on the field, you are deemed as ready to play. Yeah. Like that's that's why you have injury reports. If you don't show up on the the report, you you aren't injured. Yeah. We we talked about it before, but uh, off air, I guess. But I do think it is a funny all time great excuse for sure because it's just like I'm too exhausted. This outfit that I chose to wear, <laughs> and then his yeah. opponent comes in being carried. Well, and, and, so, and that's the thing. Like Fury's, like Fury is much fresher fighter, coming in, being carried, and then and then and then Wilder has to wear the the, uh, the big costume and whatever. But you do, you 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 don't want to be cold coming into the fight. That's why I don't think I don't agree with Fury's entrance either. Like you should be warmed up in the in the dressing room and get a good sweat going. And just sitting on that throne is gonna—you're gonna get cold. You're you're gonna stop sweating, and that could be an issue too. But obviously, it didn't affect Fury. Um, all right. Next time I get in a fight, I'm gonna get carried in in my bed while I'm still you know, sleeping. Travis, did did we have we talked about the time Travis karate kicked like drop kicked the guy on the <laughs> show? I didn't, I didn't drop kick a guy. It okay, a, can we talk about it, that story? So talk I didn't about want it. to, but I guess yeah, we can. Good, good, Travis. Well, so I, Travis, it was back, a flying leg kick, by the way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was it a sidekick or a roundhouse? No, it was no, it was a straight on like. I think it was a flying like sidekick. Like it was, it was a from what he described. And this is Travis. This is going back. Travis, as we all know, the Caucasian rattlesnake. You rile him up, you're gonna get you're gonna get bitten. 
And so, so he he was in his crazy days running around Santa Monica. Say, my single days in his Santa Monica. Single days, him and his in my mid twenties. The SWGs were running around in in Santa Monica, <laughs> college shirts and all. And some guy like got a little mouthy, and and Travis ran like there was like the guy. I guess they were cross. Travis was leaving the bar. The guy was walking the other way. Something was said. The rattlesnake had just clicked. He was like. <laughs> Where's the sound of and, that? And so Travis ran half the street, like half a block, and karate kicked this guy in the chest. But the best part. Well, no, he said leg. No, leg no, no, no. Chest. in the chest. In the chest. It was a flying said, leg kick. A flying leg kick. No, no, no. But leg, no, no, no. Leg I was kick flying a, the guy. Hold on a second. It's different. Yeah, you have to tell him what a leg kick is. But it's not like you, all kicks are with your legs. But you, you. Okay, so <laughs> it was a flying sidekick. Just think to the Luke chest. Kang. Just think Luke Kang. Oh, got it. So there was a sidekick. Yeah, it was a sidekick. I don't know. And He's flying. But the best part of the story is Travis. What what footwear were you? I wearing? was wearing flip flops because I live in I was living in Santa Monica at the time. He you gotta was, wear flip flops. Could you imagine? Like if I was standing there, the guy in flip flops, I'd be like, dude. Joe, the guy in flip flops is running. Oh, what is he? He's, is he's he, coming at us. He's coming at us. Like, what is he? <laughs> Drop kick to the chest. How did that even? How did you even maneuver that with with? Well, with you guys underestimate my athleticism. First off, and um, I it's probably true. And and when you know, I we talked about it a few weeks ago. You know, you get to that point where you know you're a fun guy you're drinking with, and then you do. You get to that next level and you're not so much fun. Like I had hit that next threshold uh, and, and uh, gone over it. So So you were at you were beyond the that the good range. Yeah, yeah. So I, let me I, ask I, you this I, question. I was, the yeah. point eight to point what did we say? Point eight to like point one two? We do have a yes, we have yeah. a, we actually have a rating system for yeah. this. I was outside the, the the fun zone. So do you think he was as a as now an older gentleman, not not young and party guy anymore, you're now just a regular dad, good dude. Did 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 the kick warrant the behavior? Did he deserve it? If you yeah, had, because, if you had to do it again, well, so I'm going to say no, he didn't because you know cooler heads prevail. Obviously, as as you get older and you understand that those actions are not a, a, an okay thing not to do. Acceptable. But at the time, to, it was like we were talking to these girls, like his friends, and we had invited them over, and they were all cool to come oh, over. So, so you, you know, were, there's always you were girls hitting involved. on their girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. well, they, they weren't their girlfriends; they were just their friends. Had a, had oh, so they, in reality, you probably should have been kicked. Probably you, yes. You, wow. <laughs> so. But Fallon, <laughs> wait, wait, guys, Travis, Joe, quiet, Scott, you have something to say? Well, no, I just wanted to, for all our LA listeners, you know, where did this happen? Where oh, were this you? This is at the Gaslight, the, the greatest oh, karaoke bar okay. of all time. Yeah. So if you're in Santa Monica, you might still, you know, you can still hear the ghosts of Travis. <laughs> we can, There's still a crack in the we, ground where he put like a little, planted. a little plaque there where Travis, <laughs> Travis drop kicked the guy. Put a Caucasian It was on the south on end the of Wilshire on 21st. So <laughs> let's, let's shift gears and let's talk a little XFL, but the biggest news for the XFL at least personally, was the fact that we've been on this podcast. I'm the head of officiating for the XFL. We've been talking about the XFL for for not just the three weeks of the regular season, but <laughs> leading up to the season, the rules, everything else. And our favorite team. And Joe finally watched his first XFL action on on Sunday. And Joe, tell us it was the it was the Dallas Houston game. And tell us your your impressions. Like, what was it? Like, you you showed up, and you, I mean, 
you got to see some yeah, stuff. That was a, I was impressed. I I actually enjoyed it. Definitely Probably, two of the better teams in the league at this I'm, point. I'm now a Houston fan. I don't know You're what their name is. Oh, they're a roughneck. Yeah. They're 4-0. 4-0 oh. oh, undefeated roughnecks. You know what? Winners like winners. How do I do it? Um, how imagine, do, imagine, how do I do it? Imagine they go undefeated. And then the XFL championship is in Houston. Yeah. And they win. And then we have our, and then you have basically, and in 40 years, they're in a, they're celebrating every time an XFL team loses their first game. So they're the 72 Dolphins. Boom. It's the 2020 Roughnecks. You know, you're going to be getting, you'll be getting that text about them tickets. I think that's, is it called, what's it called? The XFL championship just game? Just a championship game at this point. Yeah. We don't we don't even know what the trophy looks well, like. Well, my yet. suggestion for the trophy, and I and I did I did kind of raise this up the flagpole and I and I really feel like we should do it, is I said we should come up with an XFL trophy that's like the Stanley Cup. And and so when the team wins, the names get etched on it and you get to keep it. And and so that it 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 says two things. It's creating a tradition. It's saying the league is going to be around for a long time. Come up with a name for it. I don't know the the Vince Cup, whatever it is, and and every team gets it when you win every year. I that's my idea. It could be a Gatorade jug. How about, what about that? A, why not a championship belt? I mean, like a WWE belt. Actually, that I do like that. Uh, and then I I do want to say that I think the. Uh, XFL Championship MVP trophy should be called the He Hate Me trophy. Ooh, I there like that. that. Scott, but we, we are trying to distance ourselves from XFL um, 1. version 1.0. 1. Oh, 1. okay, 0. okay. Um, so we're trying to just, you know. We were talking, even we were talking about that as the XFL doesn't have cheerleaders this go-round. And we're talking about, you know, That's NFL obviously why I didn't watch, Dean. NFL teams that don't we we ran through all the NFL teams that don't have cheerleaders and there's not many there's like four I think so the Steelers the Giants um, the Packers use like local high school cheerleaders the Bears the Bears and th- was that it I well th- I, I just looked up and according to this older article Buffalo Bills and I thought. They do though. They were the Buffalo Jills. Yeah, and then the Browns. The Browns don't. We did say okay, that. Okay, so then that there's that. if the Bills do yet again, the Browns disappoint us and let us down. If they don't, Travis, there are six. really? <laughs> is that really Travis? This is not. If you're gonna, you know what? It's two nothing now. <laughs> that Scott is is really looking to Travis's. Spot right now, Joe. You're good right now. What's? Well, he's busy texting his wife. Right over What are we gonna again? have? Scott's nickname going to be? What do you mean Scott's nickname? Well, we have the Caucasian rattlesnake. Is Scott going to be the Asian rattlesnake, or what's going? What? what well, we well uh, when I get, uh, you know, I'll be on a few times. Then, uh, yeah, well, let it let it happen organically. Like the Caucasian rattlesnake happened organically. Don't don't just you know. It's just one of my favorite parts of the show is when I hear the words Caucasian rattlesnake. <laughs> it, it is. It, it, it's great. So I know all our fans, but love I'm it excited too. that Joe finally watched, and he did. Like there were, they, it was a good weekend. Like there were good games. Um, obviously, those are two of the better teams. The the rough necks and the renegades um st louis looks really good and uh you know i'm excited new york la played a close game it was 17 14 the the Dragons, st louis um seattle game was close one score game houston dallas one score game i mean these were good good games and uh you know i'm excited about um where uh where the league can go um i do i do want to talk about just one rule that came up 
and you know, a lot of people were talking about it on social media, and I know the coaches. So in the XFL, obviously the kickoff is different, and you you have the kicker from the 30-yard line, and then everybody else is on the other side of the field. Kicking team at the 35, return team at the 30, and then one returner back deep. There were penalties after the try. So there was a try, and then there was a dead ball personal foul that got carried over to the kickoff. And so the, the, the team that scored was kicking off from not the 30, but the 45. And people were saying, especially on the broadcast, they were saying, well, that's not really an advantage. It actually disadvantages the, the, the kicking team because the rules stay the same for the touchback. And I disagree. I don't think that's a disadvantage because now you're closer to the goal line. You can, you can line drive that thing, hit it in the field of play, get it into the end zone, and that's a touchback at the 15. You have a much better chance of doing that when you kick from 15 yards up than you do from the 30. The other thing is you could always go onside. Now, if you don't get the onside kick, the field position isn't as bad. And the thing is, even if you kick it out of bounds, that ball is not going to go to the 45-yard line. It's going to go 15 yards from the spot of the kick. So if I'm kicking from my own 45 and I kick it out of bounds, it's still going to go to the return team's 40. So I don't think there there's no advantage to that. But there was interesting to hear that conversation. Um, and that's like really like very in the weeds rules. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at blank faces right now. Yeah, I, was, I just saw I wasn't the kick really for listening. the first time. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, Joe, you've watched six minutes of XFL football. <laughs> and I loved, listen, if you haven't seen an XFL game, check it out. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's selling it now. What an endorsement. I'm just saying, <laughs> it was, it's, to me, to me, it's a very, very dense rule. It's hard to understand. And, and our, our commentators mixed it up and we explained it to them during, during last week's broadcast. And, it, and to me, it still is, is, is kind of confusing and, and it just would take some time. You know, right. we, when you see it a few more times, like then you start to understand it. Yeah. Well, again, this is where we're four weeks right. in. So we've played 16 games. We haven't seen the rule, football. though, a ton, though. No, we haven't seen it. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk college football, um, rules changes, NFL potential rules changes, and, uh, and some things that, uh, that took place at the combine next on Good Calls. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, we're back on Good Calls. And it was interesting, during the break, Travis was giving Joe audio advice because he already knows that he's kind of on the outs for the show and he's trying to move in. Scott's going to take over for Travis and Travis is going to try to slide in for Joe. And he's like, you know, Scott's mic sounds hollow. He's using like all like cool audio words because he's worked in TV and (laughs) and that. And he's like, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, what was the other word you used? Like, just hollow, hollow, sure. like other. I'm not sure what know. I said. I don't remember most of the things I say yeah, after exactly. I say Neither them. Do we? But all right. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go. College football. So this past this past week um, in Indianapolis, the the college football they have a competition committee and a rules committee. They met. They talked about different potential rules changes. The college rules change cycle. The college NCAA is different than the NFL. NFL, they can change rules every year. College, they can change rules every other year. Okay. The only rules that can change on a yearly basis are something that involves player safety or if it, if it speaks to the integrity of the game. It has to be something significant. So this is a rules change year. Not a lot on the on the the, the agenda, which is good. They're, they're not going to make a ton of changes. One of the more interesting potential changes because the rules committee will will then propose a change, but it has to be it has to be then um, agreed upon by what's called the 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 playing rule oversight panel, which which that process happens in April. It's made up of of mostly commissioners from the different conference, and they have to they have to basically pass those rules. One of the things that they are they are going to propose is if a player is ejected for targeting, um, they no longer have to leave the the field. They can stay on the bench with their teammates and they don't have to go to the locker room. And uh, like fighting, something like that, different, you go to the locker room, they they would actually say the player has been ejected, meaning ejected, you're out. Targeting, they will say the player has been disqualified. But one of the analogies that was used during the meetings is that it's like the the player who gets the, the, the fifth foul in basketball. Right. They, they're out of the game, but they don't go to the locker room. Right. They don't go to the locker room. They stay on the bench. And so the player will be able to stay um, on the bench, take their helmet. Can't, obviously can't go back in the game. But uh, what do you guys think about that? What's this, like, why does it matter? Is it that big of a deal? It you know what it's it. This has been a topic that has been a big deal. They 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 say that that it singles out. It singles out the kid. Um, they call it like, for lack of a better term, the walk of shame. Like the player leaves right. the field, the cameras are on him. Especially if you're in a visiting a vi- at a visiting, you're the visitor um, at an opponent's school, and uh, and so the reaction from the crowd and things like that. And I think the other thing, and one of the one of the best reasons I heard, there was a player in the meetings. Um, I, I, his name, I, Fields, is his last name. He's a safety for Oklahoma, and he said that while he had never been 
uh, ejected for targeting. His teammates have. And he said it's hard, especially when you're on the road, that literally you just cost your team 15 yards. You just got thrown out of the game. And you go to an empty locker room by yourself. And uh, and rather just be on the sideline with your teammates. They can kind of keep you keep you in good spirits. And I just look, is, is it a big deal? No. It sounds like, this sounds like very millennial. Like everyone, sure, all these sure. kids have been getting a trophy their whole lives. Oh, <laughs> I'm, with you, I, I'm with you on the, that. Okay, and the, I was just going to say, I guess that means, old guys. I guess that means there's no penalty box. We're not going to incorporate that either. Right. Can, yeah. Well, well no, the penalty box would be fine. I, I think it's good because it's weird to be ejected. Like for, Sometimes these hits are clearly not like malicious, so you're just like you have yeah, to leave. Yeah, they're football plays for sure. Yeah, so exactly. So why not just let them stay on the sideline? It's not hurting anyone, and that's the key. That a lot of those those fouls are not malicious, and uh, and to throw the player and put him in a you know in an empty locker room, it just feels harsh. I know Joe, like yeah, it's very millennial, and and this is a feel good rule, but I agree with Scott. So now it's. Joe, you have one ding. Travis, you have three. <laughs> you can't ask my opinion and then ding me for it. It's fine. If your opinion it's is wrong. It's, not, opinion it's an opinion. It's not wrong. right or wrong. It's just my, the well, other, my, my actual opinion they, so, was I don't think I, it's that big of a deal either way. But I, then you started giving your reasoning like, well, well it's going to hurt his feelings to walk to the locker room. Well, when himself. we watch the game. Does he need his mom to meet him in the locker room? <laughs> when you <laughs> watch the game. Look at the. Uh, you got to go see the sports psychologist now. You got ejected from a well, game. Well, you got us look all defensive trying look to at, save our jobs here. Look at the Caucasian rattlesnake and the other guy that if you <laughs> if you look at his outfit funny, he's like in the tank for, for a half hour. Like, what you? What's wrong with my outfit? Why are you making that face? And and now you're now you're. Or how come you sudden, haven't talked about my outfit now yet? Now you're a tough guy now. All of a sudden, with the you know no, I'm, no I'm, feelings. Well, I don't run at people and hit them as hard as I can for a living. Well, Neither do these kids. They're they're going. I did once. Yeah, they're doing no, it for free. Trying. They're doing oh, it for free, and everybody here else is go. making millions of dollars. And no, so the one the one I wanted to talk about though is the Clemson kid who did get thrown out. He's like a, the leader on their their defensive linebacker. So to keep him on the sideline, it helps the team, you know, because he maybe can help the kids with the call, the other his teammates with the calls and looking at what he sees on the field. So I'm okay with the guy staying on the turns field. Turns a I, negative into yeah, a positive. I like that. See, Travis yeah. come around, and you know, I just like to I like to to you know join my teammate here. I just you know, want to be clear. I don't mind the rule. I just think your reasoning behind it was a little. The kid's From reasoning was a little. Like, the the kid's reasoning said. made you feel that's a little sorry said. for himself, right? Yeah, just man up, dude. But uh, other than deal. that, you know, there's not a ton. There's not a ton on the rules change on that agenda. Um, you know, I ask a question: How come it's every other year? Is that just to, uh, to let the I rule like play that. a couple times? Yes, okay. I like that. I th- I don't like changing a bunch of rules every year because everybody has to then adjust. Officials have to learn something new. Players, coaches have to learn something new, and it's hard. It's hard. So I like the idea of of every other every other year. Um, kind of avoids that knee jerk reaction. Yeah, to and you don't too. exactly knee jerk reaction to something that happens one play. You know, I do think there will be a couple of other minor changes. Um, Twelve men in formation on defense um, will no longer be a, a foul that the officials shut the play down for, and uh, and so I think that's interesting, but not a lot, and and not a lot on the NFL side either right now. Um, you know, I think what's going to be interesting is that the coaches, you know, what happens with pass interference review. I think the coaches, several teams have gotten together and they've proposed a sky judge which would allow obviously somebody upstairs in the booth with access to video to help on certain calls. 
Um, I don't think the NFL coaches are going to be are going to be satisfied if the league gets rid of pass interference review and doesn't go to some kind of a sky judge concept. I think the coaches will um, will have a, a a very strong reaction to that. And so I don't know what's going to happen at this point. They have their their competition meetings in in a couple of weeks. They they go in Florida and then they have the league meeting. Uh, and I think it's like the 26th, 27th of Florida of uh, March, and that's where they vote on the uh, the changes. But, Do you happen to know just a general feeling of how the coaches felt this year uh, on how the pass interference thing was handled? Not because happy. No, that's not, yeah, not that's happy at all. Um, they they are, you know, and we talked about it. We talked about it all year, and I think some of it is a result of making a subjective call reviewable and, and trying to figure that out in replay. And, and the other thing is they, there was almost like it, it got to the point where there was this impossible standard to overturn the call on the field when really why have the rule then? And we talked about it. So I, to me, the only way this rule can work is if you say for that one play only, we're going to reofficiate the play. And it's either is or it isn't, and we'll use the video to help us make that decision. But to have some kind of indisputable standard is going to be really, really difficult um, to uh, to apply. And we saw it. We saw we saw it during the uh, during the season. Have you, Dean? Have you gotten any feedback from coaches, executives, GMs about um, the, the the way the XFL is doing the replays with? With the uh, the guys in the booth and seeing seeing them that way with all the different angles, it definitely has been talked about. I think. I, I don't. The NFL is not going to go to a full transparency where you get to see and hear what the replay official is doing. It's just not. I, I think. Again, I think that works for a new a new league, um, but I don't know if that if the NFL is quite there yet. Is and that how the sky judge would work, though? That guy would essentially be the sky judge. Well, yeah. I mean, replay would definitely be the sky judge, no question. Um, and then the. You'd have access to all the video. You'd have access to the to, um, and you'd you'd be able to communicate with the on field crew, and that would and and add input just like a regular on field official. And I think that's how that sky judge concept would work. I don't know, again, if there's going to be enough support for that, but I know the coaches are going to propose it, and I know they're for it, and that's going to be interesting. Can you talk a little bit about that Hawkeye system that's being used by the XFL now? Yeah, so the Hawkeye system is is a replay system that's used in tennis. The NHL uses Hawkeye. And what the Hawkeye system does is it gives you access to all of the camera feeds that are available. So right now the way replay works is you, you basically have a system that is recording the program feed of the game. And that's the feed that you see at home. It's it's what it's what the the producer in the truck is putting out over the air. And then the 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 system records it and you can manipulate the video. You can run it back and forth. You can do different things. What the Hawkeye system does is immediately following the play, the replay official will have access to every angle. So it doesn't have to go on the program feed. The producer doesn't have to show it on the air for the replay official to have access to it. So it makes the process more efficient. But it also it opens up the 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 situation where replay can make a decision on an angle that hasn't been seen 
by people at home watching the broadcast. So that's where I think the communication is important. And the XFL is using Hawkeye, and, and, and we've seen that. We've that seen, happened on Sunday. It happened on Sunday where the replay official, if the replay official makes a decision based on an angle that hasn't been on the program feed, then they have to communicate that to TV so they can show it on the air. I think that's. I, I think, think that's awesome. I think that's the important part. Um, so you know, not a lot of changes, but there was the combine. The biggest thing from the combine is the punter from Arizona State. Joe, are you aware? Are you aware of? You know, put your phone down. You put I'm your phone not on down? my phone. Are you, put, are you what are you on now? Bumble? What? what no, is I it? don't bumble. You don't bumble? No. Is that like a thing that people in Bumble say? Hey, are you bumbling? I have a friend. I have you friends wanna, that bumble. I don't want to bumble. bumble and chill. Like, is that a thing? No, I don't. I wouldn't know. I'm not a bumbler. So you're not a bumbler. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was checking into my flight. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, where are you going? Oh yeah, this is nice, nice, nice drop. Where are you going? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Yes. Oh, this is so. You're going like this is kind of like Joe time. Yeah. You're going, this is, this is, Joe is taking, and I think this is good. I think we all should do this. Um, he's taking a little me time. It's like his own little retreat. He's going to refresh. He's going to just kind of reboot a little bit, go to Costa Rica, surf, um, meditate. Do jujitsu. Do jujitsu and the sand by himself. And it's going to be, I think you're going to come back and you're going to have like a new outlook on life. I'm excited to see that, Joe. That's going to be amazing. It is. Maybe you should leave your phone in the United States, too. Yeah, exactly. So when you're meditating, you're not bumbling or jumping. I'm not. I don't. Like, which brings me to one thing. Can I? What's can the I, question you were going to ask before this? Did you see the Arizona State punter <laughs> during the combine? How many? Okay. No. How many? You know what they do at the combine, the strength with the 225 pounds, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Bench press. Bench press. How many times do you think the Arizona State punter did? How many reps? Can I see a picture of him or something? He's he's like six foot two. He's like six foot like two twenty. Pretty solid. Okay, so he's like my size. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A dozen, fifteen. Punter. He's That's a big punter. Punter. He did. So he did twenty five. Wow. Which which is more than all the wide receivers, all but one of the tight ends, which is more than a lot of defensive linemen. 25 is a lot of reps for 225. 25 is a lot of reps. How many do you think you could do? Here he is. Here's a picture of him. What's his name? Turk, right? Yeah, he's a big dude. Michael Turk. Um, Michael Turk. And his dad, his, his uncle was Matt Turk, who, who punted in the league. How many did he do again? 25. 25. How many? Uh, probably 26 I could do. <laughs> what do you think their record is? <laughs> oh, I remember this. Um, is it 55? So 49. That's okay. so many. Who did 49? Steven, I think it's Paella. Paella is how you say it. Yeah. yeah. He was a defensive lineman? Yeah. He, uh, Paella is delicious too. I, I do yeah. love some Paella. Paella. If it has the crust, if it, cr like the yeah, rice kind of burns. Really yeah. good. <laughs> I don't know. I can, realistically, He's maybe from New Zealand. Maybe a dozen. I might be able to get a dozen. I don't know. I'm 225. I could do 60 push ups. So it's, I don't think so. I, 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 I don't know. know. It's <laughs> different. <laughs> Here, here's something. I don't really bench press. I think I could do none. I know I, I can't do, do any as well. You can't do two twenty. You could. nope. Really? Nope. Never could. How about I you? Don't, I don't think I could do more than. I, I, if I if you I could definitely bench two twenty five. Yes, but if I did more than three, I'd be shocked. I don't think I could bench my body weight at this point. Like, my, I'm going to go to the gym yeah. right from here and try it. All right. Well, let us know. Ruin my whole trip. Us, by there'll be a, a there's going to be a news story like local. If you're a, not, Los Angeles man dies at gym. Yeah, local <laughs> local man dies at suffocates gym. himself on the bench press. Screaming, I'm better than a punter. 
The um, how do I do it? Twenty six. That's, that's twenty five. He did twenty five. That's a it's lot. No joke. I know that has really has no indication of how well he would play in the NFL. Like no, it's nothing. Well, Absolutely. isn't the isn't the whole combine kind of not indicative because it's like these weird isolated things. I mean, yes, you want to be fast if you're you know a corner or something, but it, it's like. Wow, he his vertical's amazing on a standstill leap. Yeah, yeah, but that also, I mean, that translates more directly to a football game. But what does a punter need to be doing bench presses for? To make tackles on? Well, we've seen when coverages. those punters they're blow not even those guys up. They're, they're not, not expected to make those. So tackles. I and I agree. I think it's if you really want to just follow Mark, Mark. Schlereth <laughs> is our colleague at Fox Sports, and he's. Mark is like really gone all in on the combine and he, you know, he's making like, it's pretty funny. And I I love Mark. He, he's like, I'm really good at exercising and that's going to make me (laughs) do well in the NFL. And I think the combine, cause we've seen, we've seen these guys that come in and they, they do unbelievably in the combine. They have these unbelievable um, numbers and everything else. And then they, they, they don't play in the NFL. They can't, they can't cut it to me. What I think the combine does really clubs, the workouts that's for, that's for TV. That's for the media. Like honestly, the clubs, the value in the combine is the medicals and the interviews. That's it. Because the players all go there. The clubs can get, can, can do all their medical exams. So obviously in, and if you have a guy that has an injury, something like that and the interviews, they get every club, they get to sit down, they get to talk to the draft eligible players, ask them questions and, uh, and kind of get, get a feel for who they are. That's what the clubs really, really, you know, go there for the workouts. I think the workout, you have a guy like say Jonathan Taylor, who, who's, you know, running back for Wisconsin. Great on home improvement. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so here's a guy that has I mean, there's no question he can play, at least on the college level. You watch his tape, you look at you look at his numbers, he can play, but there's questions about his speed. You know, is he fat? Is he is he truly does he have that breakaway speed? Does he have and he ends up running a really good 40. That's the guy that the combine can help because we know he can play, but there was questions about his speed and he run he ran like a four three nine, I think. Um and whoever finds that first between Scott and Travis is gonna continue on the show. Right. And and Travis, it's all yours. That's the guy. <laughs> and Scott's already bound out. out. He doesn't Scott's even out. want to be on the show. So that's the guy that I think it can help. Um, well, so I question with Joe Burrow skipping the workouts. Is he still going down there to do the interviews? Or yes, totally. Yes. Okay, four three okay. nine. Four, I, I have a question, Dean. Yes. So you've seen draft day? Yeah. Do Do you think that? And I don't know if you could say this if you have some <laughs> confidential information, but do you think they really do? Things like put the hundred dollar bill at the back of the playbook and like do well, stuff. Like I think those like are that. all things that have happened. I mean, that stuff. I don't know how much that happens now, but I think that stuff did happen at times. I mean, I've heard stories about. So I've heard stories about guys, you know, them putting um, like the video guy putting um, tape together for who was uh, Jamarcus Russell. Remember Jamarcus yeah, Russell, number one overall pick, and like putting. On his, on his, um, and at that time, I don't even, know, I don't think they were using iPads, but putting all this video for for Jamarcus Russell to watch, and then it was obvious that he didn't watch right. a second of it, you know. So they would make sure that they would do things to check that these guys were actually doing what they were supposed to be doing. So it's the old famous yellow M and M's in a contract. 
What? You know that one? What so like like in the fine in the fine print of like a, a legal contract for like someone you see like for actors they do this like oh did you read the read the fine print he wants all yellow M and M's and if they don't do that it's not because that that actor at that actor's high maintenance it's because they want to know that they're reading the full contract they're reading it yeah well that would have been easy for me because you know I want the peanut M and M's right that's not but you yeah. you like all the colors I, I like tra- uh, Scott I'm a yeah. Yeah, I don't discriminate. I don't even, discriminate. He doesn't even go into the the, the Century Lounge or whatever. I don't He's, discriminate. He just sits in regular airport. Let, you know what? Let's talk. Let's go to break, and we'll talk about that when we come back. All right. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, we're back on Good Calls. Let's get into it. We got a lot of things to cover in this segment. We talked a couple of weeks ago about one of my favorite underrated movies, comedies, Euro Trip. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. But there's there's Matt Damon is in Euro Trip as kind of like a cameo. We play, he plays like this, I don't know, punk rock singer, I don't know, whatever music you want to call it. And the, the song is Scotty Doesn't Know. And Matt Damon is sleeping with the main character, Scotty's girlfriend. And the song is Scotty Doesn't Know. And we were wondering how the hell Matt Damon ended up cast in this role. Travis did some research and is about to tell us how Matt Damon ended up in Eurotrip. So Matt Damon went to school and he was he, he studied like film and, and uh, screenwriting. He's a screenwriter. And he wrote one of the films he wrote in college was... Uh, for an English assignment, it was Goodwill Hunting, a treatment for it at least. No way. What what was Good Goodwill Hunting about, Travis? It's a Goodwill Hunting. Go, a, go, go. No, I'm we're kidding. not going to do that. I'm okay. Kidding. Um. So he he had these other writer friends in college that wrote the movie Euro Trip, and he, he clearly hasn't seen it, Scott. But go ahead, no, continue. Go so ahead. so yeah. So these these guys who wrote. Wait, can we Euro stop? Trip. You are te- you. He is dead serious, Scott. He is telling me like. 
Like he's telling me what Goodwill Hunting was. He's like, you know, he wrote this script and it was called Goodwill Hunting. If well, he he's also going like, okay, so Matt Damon, yeah, he's like, this American actor. He yeah, really he does take a long time to no, kind of get to No, but he's like, the... has not seen Goodwill Hunting and he's explaining it to me like I haven't seen it. No, I have seen it actually. Oh, thank God. Okay, go. So he went to college with these guys who wrote Euro Trip, and he's like, I'm in Europe, I'll be in Europe filming another movie, The Brothers Grimm. Oh, which and was not good. So he's okay. like, so he's like, I'll be in that movie. I'll do that role for you guys. So he did a favor for his buddies who wrote it. And so since they, he was already in Europe, he's like, I'll come over. I'll shave my head for that role to be the punk rock lead singer since I'm wearing a wig in this movie that I'm doing. So I'll, I'll shave my head. And then he. So became, it's just like a timing thing. Yeah, it was a timing thing. I what you know it's, what it's awesome, right? You know what this the secret to life is, right? I told you, the right place, right time. Two things: the secret to life, all right, the meaning of life, the two things: the timing and lighting. If you give me good timing and good lighting, <laughs> everything else is. I look great in a bar. <laughs> everything else is gravy. Well, I, I mean, I chalk right. up meeting Dan Blandino here to timing, right? I will say I have a personal connection to your trip, and it's not actually personal. It's just that I was – when that movie really blew up, I was working at Best Buy, and a lot of my coworkers would just say, Scotty doesn't know. They would just yell that at me. And uh, Did you kinda know? kind of made me uh, not like that movie as much. Oh, man. That, that's a strike against you, right, Dean? That's like when I made fun of Scott. Stallone. It, well, <laughs> maybe not quite let, that. Let's, hey, don't don't insult Scott. Stallone. Do your Stallone impersonation. It's great. No, it's not great. I'm yes, not it gonna, is. It's good. I'm not going to do it. it. I don't want to insult the man either. Uh, <laughs> except for, I mean, well, we'll talk about it later. Is is some of his recent choices have been upsetting. Look, let's just. The man is a legend. The man has brought us cinematic. Just gold, gold, Rocky, everything. So we're not going to talk about Stallone right now. No, going no, back yeah, yeah. to Matt Damon. Does anyone know where he went to college? I would. Uh, like, I Amherst. mean, the, the the choice, the obvious choice, would be somewhere in, in New England, like Massachusetts. Correct. But I don't. He's from know. Cambridge, went to Harvard. I didn't know that until I looked this up. How my boys, wicked smart, wicked smart. So, okay. They just let anybody in there. Huh? The other thing, the <laughs> Joe other didn't thing go to Harvard. We, remember, I thing, did go to Harvard. Actually, here's the thing: you're all. The other thing that we were talking about is who do you think? And I don't know the answer to this, so this is all going to be speculation. But it's a good conversation. Who is? Who do you think has made the most money? The highest paid commercial actor. And we're talking about like people like Flo from Progressive, <laughs> like the Gecko. Oh, from Mayhem Geico. guy, the Mayhem dude, the Mayhem. That's guy. who I'm going with. Who who do we think has made? Now we know the guy that we that I think has made the most is Shaq. No, forget about He's Shaq. He's not a commercial actor. Act like yeah. a, okay, you have to be known. Not for a, a celebrity endorser. Shaq will endorse anything. Yeah, that's why I was going. Shaq. Shaq. Shaq will endorse any general insurance. He does the general insurance. Shaq will endorse whatever you want. Like his agents, like Shaq. We, I don't think we should touch this one. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Let's do it. So, the facial, the face was actually better. The face was closer. I wish you could see the face. So, how about who? I mean, but the guy that probably made the most is is a piece of shit, and he's in prison. All right, so Jared from Subway. So, <laughs> but the here's one. What an all time lame 
by the way, I, uh, let me go off on Jared here. It's just like <laughs> he would go like it started in like I think the like 94, 97. It's like a decade later, he's just showing up at subways like here's my big pants I used to wear. Yeah. It's like yeah. what is it? <laughs> that's the appearance. And that's how he how got. How much did yeah. he make in those appearances, I wonder? Like, And you try and tell me that this mother, mm, that he all he did was eat Subway. Like that's yeah, how he no. lost. He walked. That was the other part of it, right? He walked to Subway. And and I'm waiting for the, like, FX American crime story. How has Netflix not made that? Yeah, where he's, like, in, like, he's yelling, like, I'm Jared. You know who I am. I'm Jared. I can do whatever I want. So I knew this was going to be Scott's strong point. This is his, this this movie, segment this is is made his for him. But the, here's one that I was thinking of the other day that I think might be in the running. And again, we don't know, but who might be in the running is the the Verizon guy who went to Sprint. Oh, yeah. That yeah. guy, you hear me now? That guy could you, yeah. be it. Like, because he's in print. He's in the, he's on the commercials. Like, he's everywhere. Well, that's, that, that's why this I is think a great question, off dude. air, we also said, well, I think it's flow because from Progressive, because she has, she was the face of this, I think for now, like 15 years. I looked at it. I'll double check. But it's 12. You said 2008. Yeah. And, and so, but, but just like you said, uh, Dean, she does the print ads. She's, yeah. you hear her on radio. She's getting paid for all these things. I th- she's done hundreds of progressive commercials. And oh, it's insane. Oh, I just, I just did a little Googling. How about the most interesting man? Yeah, that's what yeah. just came up. Yeah. The most interesting man in the world. But I, yeah, but I don't. He think... stands as one of the highest network commercial actors at around eight million bucks. Yeah, but he's fired now. They're not doing. But it they're anymore. not doing it anymore. And I think I think Flo's been around longer. Like the, certainly those ads. The 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 most interesting man in the world ads was was one of the more like clever ad campaigns. I, oh, I it think. was great. It, well, it, what know. it did is it took. Remember the, uh, the it, all the jokes. It, of the Chuck Norris. Chuck took Norris. The Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris thing. Exactly. Basically, the Chuck yep. Norris jokes, and it made it. Yeah. Flow makes a thousand per year. Hundred thousand? No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. A million. A million per year. Wow, a thousand. A million dollars a year. See, but here's the thing. We were talking about that. What what side are you on? The official site that knows everything that people are making. Like, what side are you on? Google knows everything. Yeah. No, See, but no. celebrity net worth is the celebrity worst net worth website on the is internet. Not real. <laughs> How do they know exactly what someone's net worth? Because there's no way they can know what type of residuals and back end the contracts are. Because I, I have friends who have done commercial acting, and it really depends. Obviously, like flow, like the like there. There's no buyout thing. She's like getting massive, like front end contract. Deal. She's getting paid so much. Yeah, I, she's making more than a million a year. They say her net worth on this thing is only six million, yeah. which that's so then low. Then Flo is yeah. like Flo's spending a lot of money. Yeah, like that's, we maybe Flo needs to relax because this is not Flo spending money on Flo's, blow. Flo's <laughs> making <laughs> 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 Caucasian rattlesnake. It's just it's just a rhyme. Just, it's a rhyme. Pu- just, <laughs> you can't help but rap. basically you now now it. now Flo from Progressive is a cokehead, and now she's you know now Sorry, Flo, sued just, for defamation of character. Real quick, I have to mention this now, too, because I was looking at something on the computer. Jared Fogel is only 42. He looked oh, bad. Yeah, he looked bad then. He looked 42 Yeah, because I thought he was he like in his started. 50s. He's 100%. But 
Can we just say that uh, the the sorry I brought up the, 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 the why are you bringing him back up some the of the long in the room you know is, some of the sentiments <laughs> that are said on this show are not necessarily the the sentiments of the name on the show by the way Travis thanks um, the other thing we were doing is we we did a game where if you start to type in a name in Google and see what comes up in the drop down list so like pick a name do me for example uh, we did we did Blandino and the first thing that pops up is Dallas party bus. Party bus, yeah. <laughs> so here, let's see. Just start well, t- typing Dean, Dean Blandino. Dean Blandino party bus, Dean Blandino wife, Dean Blandino XFL, age, Fox salary, podcast, ref Fox. Hey, so, podcast made it. But, yeah. this, wow, but this is dependent right. on your searches, it's too. It depends on how, how what people are searching for. Well, because mine says Dean Blandino NFL then yeah, Twitter. But the, yeah, but then the purple ones bus. are ones you typed in. The black ones are like what's no, happening uh, in the world. They're all the black ones here. I, d- I don't search for Dean. I'm not a weirdo. You know, I'm not. You don't? No, oh. no, 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 no. How come when mine popped up, it says, is Dean. <laughs> is Dean... <laughs> I got I Dean Blandino network here. So, so... What? I've got Dean Blandino, Jared Fogel party. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still. Yeah, that shouldn't have happened. Um, it says Twitter, party bus, wife, XFL. Age, Fox Salary Podcast. These are all things that, that I was involved in. So Yeah. So who else? Give me one more. Do someone Do else. Jay Glazer. Jay. <laughs> friend, of, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Jay Glazer height. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Jim. Yep. So people are people are Googling to find out how, oh, how tall Jay is. The best one on the Jay Glazer one, though, is like five down. Is like, you know, there's height is the first one, but then real Roar. height. No, but <laughs> real height. Oh, yeah. Is what I'm like, oh, okay. He's, what is Jay we, Glazer roar? I don't know. Is he are we, like a thing? Are we like, are we padding Jay height stats at Fox? Like, do we have height stats? <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, let's see. Jay Glazer height. How well? No, I'm just saying, just like, all the of roster us. of talent. Uh, like, am I, they list me at like 6'4? Oh, dude. Can they get me on there then? How all right. Get, we're going we're gonna to pad height stats. I'm all right. Gonna... So, like I said, the, the net worth thing is ridiculous. It's not true. Travis, you said you looked up my yeah, net worth. I tried to find your. You to find it. Yeah, I tried to find yours, and it just it just says in a, in poor grammar, um, net worth in more than millions of dollar. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> so I have my net worth is more than millions of dollar. <laughs> yes. Is that okay? That's cool. Uh, you <laughs> could say that about almost anybody living in LA. Well, well, not me. I don't know about that. There's a lot of. I'm a multi hunter. There. Have you seen like Tent City? Oh, yeah. I don't think. I don't think that's gonna work, Joe. Um, all right, let's go. Brain of Blendino. Downtown Houston Aquarium. How shitty of a fish do you have to be? <laughs> so, okay, so I was in when I was in Houston. I saw the aquarium, and I just. I was just thinking, like, it's not a very aquarium-friendly environment. Like, think about, like, a very, like, New York City or Detroit. Like, imagine the the, the aquarium in downtown Detroit. It's not, like, a fish is swimming in beautiful, like, Caribbean waters, and they get caught to take into an aquarium, and they end up in Detroit. Like, how how much does that suck? 
Like what? Like you don't even like if get this was a cartoon movie or something like that. Like, what, yeah. <laughs> like you'd be in the down. Like what kind of fish are in the. Well, so the quality of the, the aquarium itself in Houston, it's not like a rundown place, is it? No, I don't. I just don't know. It just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like a. I just feel like the 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 city doesn't seem very aquarium friendly. Does that does that make sense? It, it does. It does. I I've definitely uh, heard and seen places. Like Santa Barbara feels like a good spot. For well, there's an aquarium in yeah, Santa definitely. Monica also. Yeah, the Long like because you're near it's the solid. beautiful beach. But really, like Florida. But like I don't think like landlocked actual- like Omaha. But isn't that actually worse? Like, if you're the fish, you're like you're closer to freedom. I'm so close to where I'm from, <laughs> but I'm in a know. cage. It, yeah, I guess. I just don't. I don't know. It just struck me funny. Like, I was just like looking at it. I was like, if I was a fish, I wouldn't want to be at that aquarium. Like, I, I'd want to be in the Sydney, Australia. I, I know this yeah. isn't yeah. exactly what you're saying, but I, I've a while ago I read like a National Geographic about like animal tourism how people will go like i want to go swim with these dolphins or i want to ride these elephants and then they expose that like they are living in hell like they're in a cage and they're getting beaten yeah and awful it, yeah and it kind of made me be like yeah most zoos most aquariums these are bad it, it, yeah i i don't like i think they're they're there's zoos like the san diego zoo is really nice and I, I do think the animals are treated well at a zoo like that yeah and and a lot of animals and i think if like if i'm an animal like you are i yeah but if i'm an animal that is is <laughs> in a zoo like i'm feeling pretty good like if i'm in the wild and i'm could be eaten like right just imagine yeah but yeah. Remember, we talked about this I think during this season where it was like, remember the documentary Blackfish? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Where it's like, they have that aerial shot where it's just like a camera, you know, it's like a helicopter shot and you see the whale and it's basically just in a bathtub. It's so awful. Yeah. That yeah. movie made me not want to go to SeaWorld ever. Yeah, I've, I've never been and I, I would never I've go. never been and I've I never gone. I felt bad for now. going. I went, you know I went before I that movie exposed no, SeaWorld too. No, went after Travis. No. No, I swear it was before. Travis actually donated money to SeaWorld after he That's saw that movie. He donated money to try to to, to block that film from being it's from being released. aired. Yeah, he's you, like, you would be the guy that feeding false information. <laughs> That's not true. The depressed dorsal not fin. True. The depressed dorsal fin. That's is normal. Seen in, in, it's totally it's normal. normal. You know, we've seen orcas so, in the wild. We feel so bad for these 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 animals, but. Go into an office building. Same thing. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Working in Cuba. Trapped. Oh, wow. Dead. Wow. Going there. Whoa. Huh? Whoa. <laughs> wow. You went there. On that note, on a, let's, let's end the show on a real positive note. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> this has been Good Calls. And now that you feel really bad about your life. You're and, supposed and, to come to us for entertainment and, and Yeah, joy. we're supposed to make people feel good, but obviously... <laughs> Joe wants to end like that. So, all right, we'll end it. This has been Good Calls with Dean Blandino. Please follow me on Twitter at Dean Blandino and Instagram at Dean.Blandino. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Rules Podcast. And be sure to rate our podcast on the iHeartRadio app and on Apple Podcasts. Good Calls with Dean Blandino is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 